I'll bet you're regretting driving Ant-Man away from his police state now, Mike. <laughs> uh, no, I, I, I don't think I drove him away. I raised legitimate concerns about the trade-off between security and freedom. And I. Um, and so now we have freedom but no security. We have a crime wave happening all across the city. We have all the crim- criminal forces uniting together, and, no, and Ant-Man's not doing anything to stop it. No, I mean, it, I think that, just so our, our listeners know, we, I was quite a, uh, a vocal opponent to the way that Ant-Man was um, surveilling us through his army of ants, even though it led to results. But we were basically being over, our, all of our conversations were being listened in, in on by this person whose identity we still don't know well, who called himself fair, Ant-Man. They- the ants were listening in. I don't think they communicated our every individual conversation to Ant Man. I think they just con- they communicated the important ones. Yeah, but but if I was like getting around with you and I said like when Ant Man's ants were listening and I was like blah blah blah, I'm gonna rob a bank and I and I didn't mean it. It was just like me telling you the story from a TV show I saw. And then suddenly the police are at my door or like Ant Man pops up in my living room. That would have been obviously an unfortunate and regrettable and avoidable situation. That is a product of the police state that Ant Man seemed to be complicit in creating well, two things on that mike one is that it never happened no, <laughs> we, we don't know of anybody who is falsely accused by ant-man of, of, of planning crimes and number two i think you're underestimating the ability of ants to read intonation into human voices yeah well i guess we'll, i guess we, we'll never know though ed because i haven't been able to perform that experiment because ant-man is no longer he's now giant man as we know and and he has no interest in continuing continuing on with his fruitful although problematic uh, partnership with the police of surveilling the entire city and then working with the police to address crime in advance of it occurring or then trying to solve it. So instead we have uh, no, nobody like no, there's none of the established heroes who all seem to get their start by helping to deal with what I consider to be street level crime. Not, not all of them, I guess, but a lot of them started with dealing with street level crime and they're all gone from it. They're they they've, they've, they've left that, that whole area, that field, unattended right so you have the all these superpowered individuals who joined the avengers you have the fantastic four and you have other various people who are dealing with more i think international or interstellar kind of conflict and the only one that's left the only one that's left is spider-man who we've had we also have issues with right yes yes yes. so um the, the the current organized crime situation um was Spider-Man is the guy who took it down, right? Well, he took down, at least he took down the current leader. It's one of those things, right? Once you have an organized crime coordinated and working together, if you take down the leader, there's going to be like some second in command who's going to pick up that infrastructure and continue it on, I would think. Right, but regardless, it turns out Spider-Man was the one who actually did respond to this wave of organized crime that was organized by a guy who identified himself as the big man who had talented criminals that were... that. Uh, as his henchmen, who seem to be able to take over the the underworld infrastructure, right? And um, it, Spider-Man, again, it wasn't Ant-Man, it wasn't any of the Avengers. It was Spider-Man who seemed to become involved to to take down this the big man in his organization. Well, and and you, you, it's interesting. You're presenting it almost like, hey, Spider-Man's the o- Spider-Man's the only one fighting for us, the common people at this point. But but like, I think Spider-Man had a motivation. So right. uh, unlike those other heroes, the Daily Bugle was claiming that Spider-Man either was the big man or the big man was a distraction and that the organized crime scheme, uh, the organized crime uh, uh, was all planned and organized by Spider-Man. He was supposed to be the head of it. And so w- when you're being accused of that, like he's 
guy has to clear his own name. It's funny though. Like, did Spider-Man really kind of respond to other accusations that that the Daily Bugles like spewed out against him? Because I don't think he's it's been that linear in that he's responded to these allegations that he's a bad person who's behind whatever whatever crime J. Jonah Jameson, as the publisher of the Daily Bugle, is 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 accusing him of. Well, right? I think Just, it was it was only last month that, that the Daily Bugle accused him of being Electro. Remember, like Electro was like the guy climbing the walls. He was Spider Man, and then what happens? Spider Man goes and takes down Electro, and Electro's put in jail. But you, you, or I guess I guess what I'm saying is that I didn't think that it was he was doing it in, to clear his name every single time because he's been accused of more than that, right? He's just been accused of being a menace. He's been accused of being a criminal. He just and Spider Man's just continued on. So maybe I guess the as the allegations get more outlandish, such as accusing him to be of being Electro or being the big man. It's let, it's caught Spider-Man's attention, and that's how he's going to focus. Where he's going to focus his attentions? Well, I think he has to, right? Like, if, if Spider-Man hadn't gone and taken down the big man, uh, hadn't taken down this uh, this Foswell guy, then uh, people would be, still be thinking that at least some people would be thinking that Spider-Man is um, is responsible for the organized crimes happening in the city. So, like, his choice was either to ignore it and continue to have that hanging over, that shadow hanging over him, or to take action to to, to shut it down. And who's to say whether he's accused of it or not that he wouldn't just because it's it's a it was a large crime wave that had just been inst, inst, instigated by the big man the Spider Man as a self appointed vigilante and protector of the city wouldn't become involved maybe he would have done it anyway but he sure had a yeah. motivation that the like the other guys didn't and so I guess we 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 can we don't know what the counterfactual would have been if he hadn't been accused but uh, clearly he probably felt he had no choice but to take action. Right, right, and he did, and so, and so, I, and I, and I hate to sound that I'm being overly critical of Spider-Man. Like we do owe him a debt of gratitude, and, and as I say, he's the only hero that seems to be, um, or superpowered individual who seems to be dealing with these street-level issues. Whether it's because he wants to clear his name or because he just lives in the city and wants to protect citizens, and so, um, you know, we do owe him a debt of gratitude. But we still have the problem that he's not exactly working within the structure that ex- exists the way that Ant-Man did. Oh, we have also a bigger problem, which is the fact that like he took down the leader of this organized crime uh, or organization, um, but that doesn't stop other crime leaders from stepping up and running it. So I, I think we will learn over the next few months: is Spider-Man like making it his effort to take down this this crime this crime spree, or is he just clearing his name, taking out the big man, and, and going about his 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 day to day superheroing? Yeah, and if and if you believe the Daily Bugle, he's probably just doing it to take over the organization, right? I mean, that's I'm sure that's the next headline that's going to come out is <laughs> that he is right. now the new head of crime, which leads to the thing, the question: Why are we? Why is anyone reading the Bugle anymore? Well, especially now. So, so we haven't even talked about this part yet. But it turns out the big man was not Spider Man. The big man was not like some foreign criminal who came over and took over our gangs. The the big man was Frederick Foswell, who is yeah. a reporter for the Daily Bugle. Well, not only that, he's a columnist, right? So he's a person whose opinion matters in, in the sense that he's making his opinion known through his through his work. He was the and same so, one right in the article saying that Spider-Man was the big man. Yeah, it's wild. And so at what point does that paper just shut down? I mean, I, I think, again, we've got it. We, we've had our issues with Spider-Man. We've identified what we think are his significant flaws in his approach to, you know, being a costume superhero. And, and Spider-Man, you you can find us. Come come meet us. We'll, we'll give you more good free advice. But he is somebody who's um, constantly getting it, getting attacked by the by the um, by the Daily Bugle, and you got to wonder why we why are we even listening to the Daily Bugle anymore? If it's just it turns out it's lie after lie after lie, just defaming. Well, it's interesting. I feel like superheroes and superpowered 
people and supernatural happenings are the most interesting thing happening in the world right now. And so if you're a right. newspaper reporter, if you're in a magazine, it makes a ton of sense to tie your content to these these celebrities, right? Like right like well, hey, look at Life Magazine. Life Magazine has a huge profile right now on the Fantastic 4. Yeah, which makes sense. I mean, like you're right. They are, they are the biggest news story. They're most the most fascinating and all these superheroes when you see them they're shockingly good looking across the board, <laughs> the ones that, that aren't masked up. And it's, uh, it, it, of course, it's going to get it's going to get people buying those magazines and watching those news programs or the programs that they, they, they have of them. And um, but it's still the question is, how much should we be trusting these the media and when they show that they're not worthy of being trusted? So, sure, Life magazine doing a puff piece in the Fantastic Four. I'm sure a ton of people will read it, but the Daily Bugle is going the opposite direction. They're just well, I mean, they keep on attacking Spider Man. But maybe and- we need that. We need that, Mike. Like if if every newspaper and every magazine is writing glowing reviews of these guys all the time, and everyone's trying to get on their good side and say how amazing mm-hmm. they are, maybe we need some paper out there to be skeptical to to question well, these guys. It, it, just to, to have some sort of balance. Well, a hundred percent. It's just that. The problem is, should it be the Daily Bugle who keep, which keeps on showing it that it's not a, a, an unbiased and critical assessment of, in this case, Spider-Man, because they keep on accusing him of crazy crimes that keep on getting disproved. And here it turns out one of the reporters is actually the criminal. Well, so, and, and maybe that was the problem. Maybe the rot in the Daily Bugle hey. was this Foswell guy. Maybe <clears throat> Foswell was the one like who was getting the paper to act in this certain way to, to like again to protect himself as a as a master criminal and now that foswell has been like debunked and kicked out of the bugle maybe we'll start seeing some like uh, more balanced coverage going forward yeah that's that's what i think of a j jonah jameson balanced coverage so i guess we'll see